Hey everybody, I am Praying Medic. It is February 12th, 2020, and this is your semi-daily news update. <laughs> I'm not doing daily news updates. Thank you very much. It was fun while it lasted, but I have got to write some books. By the way, uh, I just finished the latest book. Uh, put the finishing touches on the last chapter yesterday. It is going to go to my lovely wife for editing uh, today. And we'll have that book available sometime in the very near future. Uh, I'll surprise you with the title and what it's about <clears throat> when it's available. Uh, I was listening to Bards uh, FM. He used to go by Bards of War. Uh, that's what I've always known him as. Listening to his YouTube channel last night. Uh, last couple of nights I've been listening to him. And he has some very good messages. You know, there are a lot of people right now who are um, commenting on politics and what's going on in the world. And I, I find that there are a lot of people who don't have a very helpful message. I think Bards has a very helpful message. I think that uh, people like him and Dutch Sheets are a few of the people who are worth listening to right now. Um, I think Bards is definitely tapped into the heart of God and he understands uh, God's perspective on what is happening right now in current events and what is going to happen. So Bards pointed out uh, what I thought was an interesting uh, point last night in that we are in a populist revolution. We've been in a populist revolution since 2016. When Americans decided to elect Donald Trump, that was the sign that we had entered a, a populist revolution, a revolution against the establishment. Trump was an outsider. He had no political experience. And he had uh, spoken about the, the corrupt system, the establishment, in very clear terms, and his plan to eradicate that corrupt establishment. And that corrupt establishment has been fighting him tooth and nail ever since he got into office. But a lot of people over the last four years resonated with Trump's message. And there is a revolution going on uh, against a corrupt political establishment. It's been going on for four years and it's going to continue. The fact that Joe Biden is in office right now is not uh, evidence that the revolution has ended. <laughs> it, is, it is evidence that the, the stakes have increased. The, the corrupt establishment decided this year to rig the election in such a way that they were going to get rid of Trump no matter what. If Trump got 100 million votes, they were going to decrease his number of votes and increase the number of votes that Joe Biden had to make it appear as if Biden won the election. They were going to get rid of Trump at all costs because the future of their corrupt establishment depends on it. They know that. So they had to rig the election. They had no choice. And then they surrounded themselves with razor wire and the National Guard because they understand that the revolution is still going on, <laughs> right? So you look at Washington, D.C., you look at the Supreme Court, uh, the Capitol, White House, it's all surrounded by, by razor wire. Why? Why is there razor wire 
surrounding the Capitol complex. Well, they told us why they did it. They brought in the National Guard and they created a compound because they're afraid of us insurrectionists. They're afraid that we might forcefully remove them from office. Right? They know that there's a revolution going on. They're, they're as aware of it as anyone. And I think a lot of other people are aware of it, but we tend to look at what's happening in the natural. We look at the impeachment. We look at other things. We look at the, the inauguration of Joe Biden. And people become discouraged because they're looking at things in the natural. They're looking at things today, looking at the headlines or reading what CNN is reporting and CBS and ABC. And God forbid you listen to Fox News. <laughs> when you when you ingest the reporting of the mainstream media, uh, what it tends to do is it poisons you. It poisons your mind. It poisons your heart. Uh, Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. A lot of people are hoping that Trump will continue to lead us in this uh, uh, overthrow of a corrupt political establishment. And he's going to. But if you read the mainstream media, they're telling you that it's not happening. Nothing's happening. Joe Biden's your president. He's going to be your president for four years, whether you like it or not. There's nothing you can do about it. That's what the mainstream media is telling you. Uh, let me give you an illustration to explain why I have a different perspective than most people. Years ago, when I was living in Washington State, I had some friends, they're still friends, who had a friend who was in the ICU and he was in a coma. Um, and they asked me to come into the ICU and do a, an examination on him. Uh, not a physical exam, like a doctor, but a spiritual examination. So I, I knew what I was getting into. I, I went into the ICU, my friend is with me, two friends, and they said, okay, what we want you to do, Dave, is look at him and tell us what you see in the spirit. In the spiritual world, we want you to tell us what, what you see. We see in the natural world, he's in a coma. We want you to look and see what you see. So I looked, so I closed my eyes, and I looked, and in the natural, I saw the guy just laying in his bed, you know, he's, I don't remember if he was on a ventilator or not, he might have been. But in the spirit, I saw him sitting up in bed, and he was happy, and he was talking and looking around, right? That is typical of what God shows me when I look at something in the natural, in the physical world, and then I close my eyes and God shows me something else. The reason why I close my eyes when I'm praying for people is because it makes it easy for me to shut out what, is, what I see in the natural world and I can see in the spiritual world and God shows me something else. So when I'm praying for people, um, if there's an emotional trauma issue, uh, if I close my eyes, a lot of times God will show me a, 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 an image of this person as a young girl or as a young boy. And I'll sometimes see scenes of emotional trauma, abuse, things that they go through. Right. So God is showing me in the spiritual world some realities I'm not aware of. And sometimes they're not aware of. Um, I, I find my, <laughs> that it's very, very helpful sometimes to shut your eyes to what is going on in the natural world. To close your eyes to it, to ignore it and for a moment, 
and let God show you what's happening in the spiritual world. That's what happens when I have dreams, right? I was explaining this to a friend of mine the other day. Um, she was she was telling me about a a series of visions that she has right before she goes to sleep at night, and how it's sometimes it's it's easy to remember visions that you have when you're awake because you're awake and you can think and you can write them down. But when you have a dream, a lot of people have a hard time remembering their dreams because their conscious mind is checked out and their subconscious or their soul or their spirit is observing and interacting in the dream. And your conscious mind is checked out. So you're not gonna be writing down your dreams while you're asleep. You have to write them down when you wake up. And some people, after they wake up, they can't remember their dreams. It happens to me sometimes, I'll have a dream and I'll have a very poor remembrance of what it was. The point being, that whether it is a vision or a dream, it's revelation from God. And visions are revelation from God that you have while you're awake. Dreams are revelation that you receive from God when you're asleep. And if you, and, and it's interesting that most people have visions and dreams when their eyes are closed. Close your eyes, why? Because you can see in the spiritual world better when your eyes are closed. Now. I've had, I've had what people call open visions, where I see something happening in the spiritual world and my eyes are open. <laughs> I, had, I had a very interesting vision uh, years ago when I was coming home from Tacoma, I was working there, and my eyes were open, I was driving, and I saw this vision of this scene playing out in front of me, uh, superimposed on what I was seeing on the freeway while I was driving. So. And sometimes I'll have a vision when my eyes are open, but some people like to make that all mystical and ooky spooky. It's not. <laughs> when God shows you revelation in the spiritual world, whether your eyes are open or closed doesn't matter. I find it easier to focus and concentrate on what God is showing me when my eyes are closed because I shut out the physical world. I don't have the background. I don't have all the other distractions going on. All right. So what God is showing people through visions and through dreams in this current season, I think is very relevant. And I think it's probably the most accurate portrayal of what is going on, far more accurate than everything else that people are putting out there. Because there's a lot of people putting out information or pseudo information or misinformation based on uh, fake intelligence sources based on their own int intuition, their own hunches, they're also causing a lot of damage to good people because they continually disappoint their listeners. And the listeners, the more they get disappointed, the more heartbroken they become. And I think we need to guard our hearts with all diligence right now. And I think we need to be very careful about who we listen to. Uh, well, I said that there is a there's a revolution going on, but I am not in favor of revolution. I'm not in favor of insurgency, and I don't think that people need to violently overthrow the government. I don't think it's going to happen, and I don't think it should happen. I think there's going to be another solution. So if you've been following Department of Homeland Security, they put out a warning, uh, I think a week ago, about the increased 
threat of homegrown domestic violent extremism and specifically targeting the date at the end of February and going into March. And Denise said, I've been talking about that a little bit. Why, why would the Homeland Security specifically target that time frame? I, I don't know. But I, I strongly suspect that Department of Homeland Security, FBI, Department of Justice, military, they're aware of what people are talking about uh, in their telegram chat rooms and their signal chat rooms. They know what people are talking about. I, I, by the way, I don't have a telegram chat room. Um, I, that's just not my style. Um, I know a lot of people have those telegram chat rooms. It's fine. I don't have one and I don't have any plans to have one because, well, chat rooms just drive me crazy. <laughs> I, it's If it's your thing, it's your thing. I, I don't like them. Uh, it, it's just too much data to manage, too much, you know, it's another place for trolls and bots to come in and create all kinds of problems and it, it's a difficult workflow that I don't want to take on right now. But um, there are, the, the reason why Homeland Security is putting out these warnings, I think, is because they suspect that there are a bunch of pissed off patriots out there who are not gonna get over this election. They're not, like you and me, if you're listening to me, chances are you're not gonna over this, this election. You're not gonna move on. You're not going to accept that Joe Biden won the election fair and square. Um, there are tens of millions of people who are not willing to move on. They, the, the mistake that the deep state made in this election was, was cheating in such a massive way that it allowed Trump's people to collect evidence. And that evidence has been made public. I've watched the hearings. I watched the Georgia hearing, Pennsylvania hearing, the Michigan hearing, <laughs> Arizona hearing. I watched them. Denise did, we took notes, and we are well aware of the evidence of election fraud. And we're not alone. There's tens of millions of people who know that this election was stolen. And now, social media is gonna get rid of you if you talk about the election being stolen. Why? Because the, the corrupt establishment wants to get away with this stolen election. They don't want anyone talking about it. Don't you dare question the narrative. Don't you say that the election was stolen. We'll kick you off Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. We'll shut you down. Uh, now on Instagram, apparently, if you even talk about, um, what is it, hate speech, you're going to have your account shut down. Um, one of the things that is fueling the current uh, populist revolution is a realization that we do not have free speech in this country. Um, I'm going to be having dinner with a friend tonight who... Uh, loves the idea that America is a constitutional republic. And I used to believe that until a few weeks ago. And I just spent some time thinking about what's happening to us, how the surveillance state listens to all of our communications. They're reading our emails, they're reading our text messages, they're scooping up all of our phone calls. They are now listening and going to ban us from you know, Instagram if you talk about anything that has hate speech. Um, you can, you'll be banned from platforms if you express political views that are inconsistent with Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg's personal political viewpoint. They don't like your viewpoint, you're gone. And because social media is such an important way in which people communicate today, it's the primary means through which people communicate, 
their decision to remove us from their platforms over ideological viewpoints it essentially means we don't have free speech. We do not have the First Amendment anymore. It's been taken from us by the surveillance state. And look, we have corrupt elections. We have uh, lost our ability to speak freely. You speak the wrong political viewpoint, they'll shut down your PayPal accounts. They'll shut down your bank accounts. They will deplatform you from your website. They'll take down your office social media. They will, they will make your life miserable. I know, I've been through it. Um, we do not have First Amendment free speech right now. The powers that be are trying to get rid of the Second Amendment right now. They have pretty much blown up the Fourth Amendment uh, that prevents illegal search and seizure because all of our communications are available to them without a warrant. So the Fourth Amendment's gone. We have corrupt elections where the, a corrupt political establishment has put in place a system that guarantees they will continue to be elected. And they're strengthening that election system. Elections are run at the state level, but um, they're trying right now to make national election laws that would mandate vote by mail, that would mandate allowing anyone to vote, whether you have an ID or you're a citizen or not. They want to change the election laws to strengthen their grip on the electoral process. And against that whole backdrop, you have a bunch of angry patriots who are not going to take it anymore. That is the populist revolution that has been ongoing for the last four years. And it's not over. Um, because all of our friends all around the country, they're not going to let Joe Biden be their president. It's not going to happen. So what is... What I've been talking about over the last couple of weeks is the idea that the military is going to step in at some point. And I believe they are. Uh, on the 17th and the 18th and the 19th of January, as Biden was getting ready to be inaugurated, God started showing me these dreams where I saw the military step in and take over. Uh, the military storms and the military stepping in and restricting communications. Um, coming in and, and making changes to higher education. All right, I had a dream last night, and I'll tell you about that. Uh, in this dream, it was, it was at some point in the future, and government was being downsized. The federal government was being downsized. And there was a problem that I saw in the dream, and that, that problem is how... Were we as a society going to downsize federal government and take all these federal employees and get put them back into private civilian life safely? Because doing that, there were some inherent risks in doing that. I didn't see the solution to that in the dream. What I saw was the government being downsized and a lot of federal employees being furloughed and going back into civilian life and the problems that came with that. Okay, that scenario is, is gonna happen down the road. After the military steps in, and after the military intervenes in the Biden administration, and after they begin to address the problems in uh, academia, and Hollywood, and the media, and other things, they're going to have to address uh, shrinking the government. And I think we're gonna see that. Because as bards, 
pointed out last night. He said, you know, we're in the midst of this uh, revolution and we have the ability to envision anything we want going forward. Are you going to be happy with just getting rid of masks? Like, you know, we all want to get back to normal. But do you really want to go back to normal? Do you want to go back to how things were six months ago? Uh, or a year ago when we weren't wearing masks? You know, we, yeah, there were still, you know, corrupt people in D.C. And we still had um, abridging the free speech. We, we were getting kicked off of platforms. Uh, there was these tyrants running these uh, social media companies that are oppressing us. We, we're okay with that, as long as we don't have to wear masks. Well, I'm not okay with that. I don't want to go back to having corrupt people in charge and not wearing masks. <laughs> I don't want corrupt people in charge at all. I don't want a Hollywood uh, media complex that is putting out propaganda to brainwash society. I don't want a corrupt news complex that is putting out propaganda that brainwashes society and keeps us in control, right? I want to go, if I'm going to go back, I want to go back before all that stuff existed and it's existed for decades. So we're going forward. We're not going back. We're not going back to how things were before this started. We're going forward and we can envision a country however we want. We can make this country be whatever we want it to be. We the people. Because the Constitution gives control of the government to we the people. There is no government except by consent of we the governed. And if we withdraw our consent, they have no power to rule over us. They only have power if we consent to it. And if we withdraw our consent, they have no power. And that is something to think about. Because a lot of people now are withdrawing their consent to have a corrupt establishment rule over them. So when, as we move forward, we need to be thinking about how we want our country to be run. How do we want the, the, the news to be disseminated? What kind of entertainment do we want? What kind of court system do we want? What kind of education system do we want? Do we want to have the same corrupt uh, parts of society intact that have been there and have been brainwashing people for decades? I don't. I want something new. And I think we're going to get an opportunity to see something new and to envision what we want our country to look like. Now, what is going to make this happen? Well, I believe that there's a trigger. A lot of people say the military has no plan to intervene in, in the Biden administration. Well, I disagree. Uh, I explained this in my last video, but I'll give you a brief uh, summary of it. The military is in charge of securing um, the nation's uh, security and prosperity. Their primary directive is national security, and they have to identify and plan for any significant threats to national security. That's their job. If a scenario is out there that represents a significant threat to national security 
or national sovereignty. And the military has not planned for that scenario. They have allowed a risk, an, uh, an unmitigated risk and, a, and an unplanned for risk that could cause a national security crisis. And that's unacceptable. So the military has to plan for every contingency, every threat, every significant threat to national security. They have to have a plan for it, operational plan, okay? And there are a number of scenarios that you could come up with where the president could pose a national security threat, could pose a threat to the survival of our country, right? Any president could decide to use chemical weapons on our citizens. And there's a number of other scenarios that you could think of where a president would uh, essentially be, become a dictator like Saddam Hussein or Adolf Hitler or Benito Mussolini. The military has to have in plan, uh, in place, a plan to deal with any threat like that where the president became an oppressive dictator. Military has to have a plan to deal with that. And most of those plans would eventually, you know, you've got red lines, right? So if you're looking at your operation plan, you've got a red line. If the president does this, military does this. The president does that, military does this. You cross a red line, here's our response. So whether you're talking about Reagan or Bush 41 or Bush 43 or Obama or Clinton or Trump or uh, Biden, it doesn't matter. The military has to have in place plans to deal with potential uh, presidents who become dictators. That, that operation plan, O plan, exists. And the question is, what is the trigger that is going to occur that is going to make the military put that plan into operation? I'll give you my theory. I think that the Defense Department and Homeland Security and FBI I think they know that there are militias around the country who are talking about overthrowing the government. There's those, there are people who are not ready to, they're not gonna get past this election. They're not gonna accept it, and they're not gonna get past it. And I believe that the intelligence agencies know these people are out there talking about overthrowing the government. So if you're the military, you can either allow that to happen and then wage some kind of a war against them, or you can preempt that and prevent it from happening. And I think the military is going to prevent it from happening. I think the military is going to step in, in the Biden administration, and they're going to start arresting corrupt politicians because they don't want that other scenario to happen. They're gonna prevent it from happening. They're gonna prevent insurrection, essentially. Like I said, I, I'm, not a, I'm not endorsing insurrection. I'm not endorsing overthrow of the government. But I believe that the military is going to step in and intervene in the Biden administration because I don't think they're going to have a choice. I think they see that there is a potential threat out there and they have to mitigate that threat. And I think the military is going to step in and get rid of this charade. And that's what it is. The Biden administration is a charade. It's kabuki theater. Most people who are observing... They can see what's going on. Uh, Barack Obama is behind Joe Biden, doing all the pulling all the strings. Um, this is the third edition of or the third 
uh, Obama administration that we're currently living under. And I don't think the military is going to allow that to happen because they know what's going to happen. If, if Obama and Biden are allowed to run this, run their plan, the military isn't going to be around in eight years. They'll be gone. And we'll be in one large globalist community with no borders. That's the game plan. Military knows it. They're not going to let it happen. They're the only thing that stands between us and one big, happy globalist community where we're all under the power of George Soros and the Rothschilds. So military is not going to let it happen. And uh, the revolutionary spirit is alive and well in America. And I would like to remind my friends over in the UK and Germany and Scandinavia and Australia that the revolutionary spirit that hit America in the 1770s spread to Europe and there was revolution in France, Austria, Italy, all over Europe. Revolutionary spirit spread. And what you see going on in Brussels and in London where uh, citizens are fighting back against these lockdowns. That's the revolutionary spirit at work. Uh, that the revolutionary spirit, the populist revolution, is alive and well all around the country. It is not stopped. It is not going to stop. It is going to continue until these corruptocrats have been removed from power around the world. There is a revolution. It is underway and nothing can stop what is coming. They know it. The people that are in power know that this populist revolution is going to succeed and they're going to be thrown out of power. That's why they're making all these hysterical, uh, crazy uh, overtures against the insurrectionists because they know it's coming. <laughs> They've seen it. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to see what's coming. But you do have to have a little bit of faith. And... Uh, this is, a, this is a good time to draw close to God and to trust Him that His plan is going to be worked out, not only in America, but around the world. That is my message for February 12th. I uh, don't have a whole lot more. Uh, I will be doing broadcasts off and on uh, as, as time allows. And uh, I, I know that it's kind of important for people to hear from me once in a while, so I'll I will try to be a little more regular on my broadcast. I won't be doing broadcasts every day, but as God speaks to me, I, I, I will you know, share uh, what he's showing me and try to keep the, uh, the spirits up. Hang in there, patriots. It is far from over, and I believe President Trump is coming back to the Oval Office at some point in the near future. All right, that's my message. Keep me and Denise in prayer. Keep President in prayer. Keep Q and the team in prayer. Love you all. Take care. Catch you on the next broadcast.